You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network. As we bring you our exit interview for Survivor Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers, the uh, most recently voted out contestant, Cole Meadows, and this one's obviously a little bit later than usual, given uh, the Thanksgiving holiday in the US uh, on the weekend. Uh, we've sort of had this one postponed slightly, but still a great chat here with Cole, obviously, um, a, a contestant that divided a few opinions. A lot of people had a lot to say about him. We, we saw a lot in regards to him and the food, but uh, it was it was a fun edit, as you probably heard me talk a little bit about with Rossi the other day. I mean, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying this season, and I think this is definitely a, a big character season with lots of funny moments, and one that I feel that in, you know, a couple of years' time, this will really come back as sort of a bit of a cult season with so many memorable moments. So, spoke to Cole here, of course, in regards to the food situation. Some stuff that went down at Tribal Council that wasn't aired on TV, some very interesting stuff as well. Uh, also in regards to perhaps, is he going to get any food endorsements moving forward? And the big question that uh, no doubt he's sick of answering and we put it to Jess a few weeks ago, but we've put it to Cole, just what is happening between those two. So sit back, relax and listen to our exit interview with the ninth eliminated contestant from Survivor Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers, Cole Meadows. <laughs> Big pleasure to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network, the most recently eliminated contestant from Survivor Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers. Please welcome to the show, Cole Meadows. Cole, welcome to the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. Now, Glad to be on. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on here, mate. It's obviously been a couple of days now since uh, things have sort of gone to air and all digested. And one thing I'm glad is that obviously Thanksgiving's just happened, so I'm sure you've had a lot of food uh, in the last few days. So I hope you're all kind of ready to go for this chat today and we're not going to have you pass out on us today. I don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> I'm still trying to recover from the food. Just so. That's good. Good to hear. But, uh, I mean, obviously a very interesting uh, tribal council and, uh, as always, lots of uh, excitement and drama going down. Now, I actually read uh, in some of your exit interviews uh, since the, the episode aired that there was a little bit more that sort of went down and that uh, kind of Mike had a bit of uh, idol play going around in terms of some fake idols and putting some idols around his neck. I mean, what, what actually happened there that we didn't get to see at the tribal council? Yeah, there was actually a lot going on. Um, Mike had a big speech um, where he was kind of calling out the morality of the Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> That's what they were calling themselves, the <laughs> Alliance of Seven. And after that, he pulled out a fake idol, handed it to Joe, and then pulled out his idol for everyone to see. And uh, at that point, that was when I knew I was going home. Wow. Wow. That's uh, that's crazy. I mean, what's kind of Joe's reaction to this? I mean, I can't imagine Joe's exactly just going to be calm and sort of playing this one, uh, you know, softly. I mean, he's, he's sort of somebody who I guess would be playing this one up a little bit at that point. Yeah, he once Mike gave him this... Uh fake idol he actually got kind of quiet i'm not sure if even he suspected it uh it was just it was really weird mike just uh kind of had his own agenda and was calling an audible and just uh did his own thing it surprised all of us a little bit wow wow i mean kind of if that hadn't have gone down do you do you feel that joe might have gone home then i mean do you think that actually kind of did sway the the majority of of seven or did you feel that your number was still kind of going to be on the cards there with that split vote and that they were still maybe going to take you out rather than joe at that point i was pretty sure i was going to go home but there was this moment when mike handed that fake idol to joe that uh that seven all kind of looked at each other and like nodded and confirmed like 
that the plan was to get me. Like, there may have been some doubt for some of them who wanted Joe gone, but at that moment, they all knew they had to vote me. And it must be, I mean, frustrating when we saw, obviously, kind of, you know, Mike trying to work through there, and, you know, clearly Joe's, you know, pushing all these buttons and trying to work his way into this into this seven. But, I mean, were there any kind of other sort of moments, particularly with yourself, was it, were there people that you were trying to sort of work on in that seven that maybe we didn't get to see? I mean, kind of on that, I mean, who were you sort of close with within that seven that you thought maybe you could have, uh, you know, seen some fractures with along the way? Yeah, I had talked a lot with um, JP, Devin, and Ryan. Um, my biggest thing was with JP. He was willing to throw that challenge that I lost. Uh, if it came down to just me and him, he said he would throw it for me to make sure that uh, we could make a move together wow. at Travel Council. But he said I, I had to have immunity for it to work, um, and I didn't get it. So that was unfortunate. Wow. I'd also talked to Ryan. He said if I could hang in there just a little bit longer that they were ready to make a move and break this thing up, but I wasn't able to do it. Wow, that's, that's crazy kind of to think the sort of what could have happened with those. I mean, and also I'm just glad there too, Cole, that JP's actually speaking out there. So I'm glad he's still alive. That's that's some good news for, you, <laughs> for us to confirm there today that JP's still, you know, kicking along out there. But I mean, how, how do you think that could have worked? Like I had, you know... Yeah, little, he has a pulse. He has a pulse. Okay, good, good to hear. But I mean, how, something like that happens. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's kind of the, the classic what-if scenario in Survivor, but had something like that worked, I mean, kind of, do you feel that those were small little things, break the seven up, and then that could have led you to maybe working with some of these people moving forward and giving you, uh, obviously, a, a longer shot at this game? I think so. Um, there were a lot of other things that happened before that I could have done differently that would have given me more life, too. But, yeah, if we could have broken that seven up, I think a lot of people realized that Ben was a huge threat. And if we could have gotten rid of Ben, then who knows where it could have gone after that. It's it's interesting to kind of just watch your edit, obviously. I mean, you know, I'm sure everyone brings up the food. I mean, I've seen kind of your social media posts. You're just sort of playing up to the whole jam situation and things all like that, too. I mean, it's been quite fun to, <laughs> to sort of see that. But, I mean, are you kind of, are you watching along, expecting this to be a big thing about you, the fact that you are so into this food and the calories and you kind of need this and that sort of, and it seemed like almost like the editors had a bit of fun with this because I, I loved watching it. I was laughing the whole time. Oh, I was laughing too. Uh, I was wondering which way they would go with it, <laughs> and it definitely went the way that wasn't the best edit, but I still had fun with it. Um, I will say it was probably exaggerated a little bit. Um, the extent of the peanut butter was just one day where I went and helped myself to a couple of spoonfuls of it, and it, it ended after that. But uh, Ben took it and ran with it and made it a much bigger deal. Mm. D- does this potentially lead then, Cole, to some endorsements or something? Kind of like, are you allowed to like, you know, get some peanut butter companies or something like that contacting you, and maybe you can just be like, hey, this is like the greatest peanut butter in America. I really want to help sell this right now. It could work out for you in the long run. <laughs> I know. I need to tweet some pictures of me just covered in the peanut butter, <laughs> just saying like, just helping right you here, there. peanut butter for life. Yeah. Yeah. That. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Who who do you think kind of, you know, moving forward then? I mean, you mentioned sort of Ben playing up there a little bit to kind of like the food situation and obviously people are, are targeting Ben. Is is he you feel kind of people's number one target moving forward if they if they happen to get to this seven, if you know, Mike or Joe can't kind of swing this? I mean, w- would you consider Ben the biggest threat at this point moving forward? I think Ben's a huge threat, mostly because of how he single handedly took me out of the game. Um basically he told everyone at the merge that I was responsible for basically everything that had gone wrong at Yala uh, and everything that 
kept going wrong. It's like, oh, it's Cole's fault. It's Cole's fault. He's cooking all the food. He's like eating too much, which wasn't happening. But that was a great move by him, painting a bigger target on my back and keeping the heat off of himself. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how kind of that plays out. And obviously, you know, the the question too remains kind of with the remaining two uh, healers, as I mentioned, obviously, with uh, Joe and Mike. I mean, do, do you give them any, any chance of surviving? I mean, obviously, we're all kind of hanging out for that, and it kind of seems like we might have some excitement coming into this week's episode. I mean, do you feel they've got it in them to kind of, uh, you know, push some buttons and uh, get into those fractures that you also were trying to get involved in there as well? Yeah, I think Joe and Mike are brilliant players. Um, they're sharp guys. I think they, if anyone, I think they can do it. And I'm really excited what, to see what happens and what goes down because this is finally, I don't, I really don't know what happens. Great. Well, we're obviously in the same boat as you there, Cole. We want to see what's uh, going to play out too. And before I let you go, though, Cole, I mean, for the 417th time, you've no doubt been asked this week, and we'll just uh, ask it a quick question. Yourself <laughs> and Jessica, how's that going? What happened? And are you still friends? There we go. <laughs> yeah, so we've gotten a chance to hang out with each other quite a few times outside the show. Um, we talk on a regular basis. Um, we have a ski trip planned wow. in the near future. Nice. So that'll be fun. Uh, but right now, we're still just friends, but I think some of the best relationships are built off of good friendships. So anything's possible. That is a good way to answer that one, and I look forward to you no doubt answering that again for the 418th time at the reunion in a few weeks when uh, Propes brings it up to you. <laughs> uh, Kyle, pleasure to have you on the show here today, I'm mate. I'm looking forward to that. A lot of fun watching you, and uh, we look forward to seeing how things play out and uh, how you handle the jury in uh, the remaining few weeks here on uh, Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers. Yeah, thank thank you again for having me. Had a great time. And a big thanks to Cole for his time. Great chat there. And also, as always, a big thanks to CBS for arranging those uh, exit interviews for us and Channel 9 as well for uh, helping us set those up too. We will have another one for you, probably another two for you this week. It's a double episode this week for those uh, not in the know. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're not exactly sure the uh, scheduling and how that's going to play out. Uh, We assume that it probably will happen uh, back-to-back on the Friday. But uh, again, we will find out when we find out and we will update you when we know. So stay tuned for that. Now, on the recap front, obviously, um, you know, we discussed it slightly in the Rossi uh, recap last week that... You know, there's been some issues back and forth in terms of having people on the show and guests. And, you know, we are trying. It's just come down to a lot of scheduling. And uh, this time of year, too, can always be a little bit tricky. But as of right now, I can say, and we will 100% confirm this hopefully within the next 24 hours, that we do look like we have somebody coming on the show to recap the episode. A former contestant, a former winner, a two-time player, season three winner, Ethan Zahn, and, of course, he appeared on season eight as well, All-Stars. One of our good friends on the program, one of the most popular contestants of all time and a good friend of the shows. So as of right now, the day of releasing this, I can say that that looks like it's all but assured and I will confirm that within 24 hours. And as always, you can get your questions in to talk to Ethan about it, talk about this season, talk about his time on the show and everything else in between. We love Ethan and we know he's always a good person to chat to. Um, And yeah, we're only now basically about, I think, three weeks away from the finale of this season. Can you believe? Season 35 and uh, we're all but... um, at the end of another season of Survivor. It's absolutely crazy. We've been survivored out this year. Feels like we've been talking about this show nonstop since February with Game Changers, Survivor New Zealand, Australian Survivor, and now we're back here, of course, with Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. So uh, we like to keep busy, 
and that's what we're doing. And outside of Survivor, of course, uh, if you're a fan of any of our other recaps, our latest Nip Tuck episode is out today. Our third watch one will be up tomorrow. We've got Lost going up yesterday. Our Star Wars month is continuing. Our second Ewok movie will be up this week, uh, sort of in the lead up to The Last Jedi as well. Uh, Colin, no doubt, will have some Star Trek hopefully, eventually, um, and of course, uh, coming into December, it's Christmas month, as we look at the Santa Claus trilogy and Christmas with the Cranks, uh, always getting busy here on, uh, the Oz Network, and also might have some surprise interviews for you as well, sort of outside the survivor realms, so, um, just stay tuned, because we've got some big things coming your way. In the meantime, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, you can subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, leave us some feedback while you're there, very much appreciated, we're also, of course, on YouTube. YouTube, Instagram as well, and theoznetwork.net is our website for everything under the one roof for you to catch up on all of these along the way. But as we close it out, once again, thanks to Cole, thanks to CBS, thanks to Channel 9, and thanks for you for listening. My name is Ben, this is The Oz Network. We'll speak to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.